welcome to the Acolytes of Merlin, where we will cover um, some more of the um, Shadow Rising before the Wheel of Time. This will be the second episode we're covering this. We're your host, John. And Johnny. And we have already covered um, some of the opening um, in the Stone of Tear um, last episode, and a little bit of um, Nynaeve and Elaine's uh, experience in Tantrico, and we'd like to continue in that vein. Yes. By the way, we didn't mess up the uh, intro. We didn't? (laughs) Wasn't that great? Yeah, all right, anyways, back to actual things. Yes, back to (laughs) things that are things. So we, I think we spoke about the um, most, uh, the the flashiest part of Tantrico, (laughs) which was learning that um, our hero, Nynaeve, is uh, Forsaken level strength. That's kind of almost the flashiest part of the whole book, too. Because even like it is. even the Rand stuff, while flashy, you've seen him do that stuff before. Yeah, um, right. And yeah, is is it the is it the uh, Asmodia the best yeah. part of the book? No, no. The flashiest, yes. yes. The most. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Part. Yeah. It's definitely, yeah. definitely that. Um, but I wanted to also talk about some of the. <clears throat> Stuff that led up to it. The Tanjiko. Um Yes, in Tanjiko. Yes. And to um, specify what we hadn't brought up before, which was that the item that they're after, the, the, the two relevant items are one of the seals of the Dark on the Dark yes. One's prison mm-hmm. and the male Adam. Mm-hmm. Do they ever refer to it as the male Adam? I don't think they ever use those words exactly, right, but, but they it, ex- they explicitly say it can, this it will control a man who can channel. Okay, yeah. yeah. And it's mm-hmm. pretty clear that those who want it want it to For put Rand, it on yeah. Rand. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and so that that's the situation, and it happens within an environment of... Um, of a uh, uh, turmoil and just uh, just a bad part of the nation, so to speak, um, in Tanchico, yes. where you just have uh, they're they're in danger just all the time. A hive um, of scum and villainy. A hive of scum and villainy, <laughs> where they can't even use magic because they'll attract they'll, the yeah, attention. They'll, right, they'll, the force. Forsaken slash Black Aja. And Black Aja, no, particularly yeah. Black Aja because there are more of them in paying right. attention. Um, so they need um, some help. And yep. they have Tom and Dwilin and Bale Domon. And wait, wait, Domon or Bale Dom, Domon? Or Domon? Domon. <laughs> we should have talked about this. Is <laughs> I'm saying Damon. All right, that's fine. We'll go to I. Bail, I said we'll go Damon. Bail Damon. We can say something different. We'll we'll keep Sorry. them on their toes. <laughs> um, and Egianen. Wait, Egi. Who oh, is the yeah, um, yeah. Shanchan? Yes. Um, and that is the that's kind of the squad. That we're dealing with here. Squad, I like it. <laughs> Hashtag the squad. Team, this, this is team team good guy for the Tantrico climax. <laughs> yes, that's precisely right. Um, and Wait, aren't Tom and Dwilin with them, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Tom oh. Dwilin. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Tom yeah, Dwilin, yeah. Domon, oh. and Egianen. Yeah. And which, and I think that we've we've talked well enough about uh, the fight. N- n- yeah, yeah, the fight and Nynaeve and. Uh, 
uh, Elaine, sort of. Um, I think we should talk about um, those other people. Real quick, did we talk about Elaine, like, just kind of strolling in? We might have just strolling in to like the she literally just walks in, basically almost instantly cuts off the black Oscar person that's in there mm-hmm. and like seals her in whatever air weave or whatever she does. It's yes, yeah, yeah. So we can talk about that and then um, and then uh, with Amathera, the panarch. Yes, she um, she's she goes all um, mother on her and it's just like you you need to. Just uh, stop being whiny and, and come with me. And come with come me. With, come with me if you want to live. That's right. <laughs> um, all the other references in this one, which was a good um, way, because because we, we know of Elaine as, and we we meet her as a uh, kind of a seemingly spoiled, yeah, kind of entitled um, not princess. Yeah, they never. She's the daughter heir, but she's a princess. Yeah, they. It's a different. It's like with Sanders and stuff. Different names that mean basically the same. Yeah, like <laughs> no, it's it's an important name because I mean the queen is like there's always a queen. Yes. So um, to say princess discredits her um, heir apparent. Yes. Um, position. Right, because, I mean, right, because Android doesn't, does not have kings. Yes. Yeah. Until. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, no. Let's... Yes, no, maybe so. Um, so. No, because that's not, that's not explicit, yeah. It's not explicit, okay. No. So, we, uh, get to see her, um, at this point, really, um, show her, um, both her ability to be a leading force and um, take charge of a situation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and even uh, show a little bit of uh, ability for political machination um, with uh, her uh, dealing with the situation around getting everything to calm down and putting Amer- Amathera away for a few days yes, so that she can come right. back and mm-hmm. reclaim power when things that's calm right. down a little bit. Yep. So that's good. Um, the, oh, okay. the leader was kind of cool how they, like... Well, it was also kind of one thing I, I know we didn't touch on, kind of backing up a little bit in kind of the plot, that... Kind of them not them like choosing to trust Agianan yes. as like a Shanchan. Yes. Now obviously Egwene wasn't with them, but right, like, and they did. Still... They, it's perp- there's like Nani was like, "Oh, I didn't tell Egwene," and then she's like, "Okay, good." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, because there's they're communicating with her. Because right? and Nani was like, "I don't." I don't trust Darn it. Elaine's like, okay, fine. Or Nani's like, no, I don't trust her. And Egwene would be like, kill her. Yes. Well, no. not Nani's no. like Nani's still like like <laughs> with everything. But I'm just saying, Egwene oh, would yes. be even a, even a step. Oh, above I mean, Egwene would have made an air weave that just sucked the air like out of her body <laughs> and like <laughs> and she, like, she'd be like, I feel nothing. Like, <laughs> but we have a very honestly, I think we have a very um, important character in Egianen because we have a. Um, member of a really, really screwed up society that sees through some of the narrative in that, particularly with um, the Soldam and, mm-hmm. and Damani um, yes. 
Oh, that's another word, Demonian domain. Yeah, yeah, I, I said I definitely said domain before. Um, but Damani sounds better, anyways. I I, I still like well, domain. Maybe I'll start it, saying domain. I don't, I don't, yeah. Um, but but it, it just the way that um, they say, oh, you know, uh, Soldam uh, are are the 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 brave yeah, the, the brave man, people yeah. that that master the dangerous women that can channel. Yeah. Um, and it's like no, actually, they can channel too. So, and then Ekion is like, okay, I get that, and I'm see that. Maybe it's not things aren't so great that what we do and I'm and I'm trying to be better. And Elaine's like, okay, as diplomatic and she's like, Okay, I, I can see that. But Nynaeve is is a little too mule headed to no, come around. Oh, not Nynaeve. <laughs> mule headed. <laughs> so I'm um, unwilling to admit she might be wrong. Yeah. And I mean even if she might be right in the scenario. And Egyanen, um honestly seemed very Sandersonian to me. I think, uh, and this, and I think I get what you're saying, but and I'm I'm gonna have a hard time explaining it, but she, I... but she just seems um, very deliberative and mm. um, and try like she, and and she's even kind of scholarly and she's trying to figure certain things out, and I'm like well, that that's kind of like. <laughs> Sanderson like, characters. Yes. Yeah. Are you thinking like Shalon Yasna? Yeah. Yeah. No, I can see that. Maybe yeah. it's because I'm reading that now. But yeah, but but yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, there's that. Yeah. Uh, it is kind of cool how they basically start a riot to get in and like that's their yes. cover to get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a good idea. Yeah. Um, and then probably the most, uh, the other most important thing that happens is Tom and Elaine. Is that the, that's in this book? They're kind of yes. like, yeah. Oh, yeah. this is where we have the drunk scene. Yes. It? Yeah. I don't know if I talked about We this know, El- hey, hey, everybody, Elaine likes to drink. <laughs> that scene was just kind of weird when I read it in the book. <laughs> like, it was just kind of, well, I mean, I mean, the Tom stuff, I'm glad we got that plot Until wise. you, it, it does seem weird until you... I think until you internalize what's going on. Throughout this whole book, we get more Tom stuff. Not just with Elaine, but with Moraine earlier. That's right, yeah, because they have, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, where we are like, okay, Moraine is part of the the Damadred family from Kyrian, and Tom was once Court Bard and more. Well, yeah, and and, and more. (laughs) Court Bard plus um, in Camelin. He, he was corporate with benefits, <laughs> and this comes out more with um, with Elaine, um, and it's really touching because um, Elaine does. I think she harbors some insecurities around her mother having hmm. um, uh, been around so many. So, Gareth, so Gareth yeah. Bryn, for one. Than, or Gareth Her, Bryan. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I said Bryan, but or, is it Bryn? Is it supposed to be Bryn? Uh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm honestly just saying pronunciations <laughs> that are different now just because I'm uh, insecure. No, no. But, so Gareth Bryan. Um, Tom. Tom and... Well, Lane doesn't know about um, Gabriel yet. Well, but, yes, she does. Oh, she does? She does she? know about Gabriel. Okay. Um, she, and, and Tom's, and the, the funny thing is Tom says, um, you know, it's... A queen is a person just like anyone oh, else, and yes. she mm. wants people. She sometimes she wants people around her that see her as a woman not, and not a queen. And my guess is that Gabriel is the same way. <sighs> uh, well, 
Yeah, we'll wait till next book to talk more about him. <laughs> yeah, but he's we already know he's shifty, but we're not quite yeah, like, I, um, yeah. going to go into that so much. Uh, but it was really good. There will be more um, detailing uh, kind of and uh, Andorran history going throughout the books. But this is a good, already a good way to learn about one of the characters that we've known we've known since the beginning. Oh wait, with uh, Morgays, who else? So she's also then Elaine's father is who again? <laughs> Like, remind me, Elaine and Gowan's father. Elaine Gal- and Gowan. father is the Damodred she was married to at one point. Yes. Um, so you have Damod, like... Well, Dam- it, uh, it's uh, um, uh, Trackhand. Okay. Trackhand is the, is the last name. I can't think of... Oh, of Gowan and um, Elaine's dad. Yeah, I can't think of his first name right now. Yeah, I can't either, but... Okay. But, yes, that's, that's, the, that's the gist. What's it's kind of interesting that like they don't take her name, that like Morgay's changes her name, like since it's kind of it's it, it, that's an interesting bit that like unless it's not the father's name, yeah, because I always kind of assumed it was like the family line, like it was Morgay's yeah, like, like yeah, like a Plantagenet sort of thing. Yeah, I think yeah, but I, I don't know. I, that that's um, that's um. English royal. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, something like Plotagenet, that. Plantagenet, Stuart, Tudor, yeah. Hanover, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, okay, I think that's, uh, yeah. that might be everything I have about Tanchico. I think I'm good on Tanchico as well. Um, oh. um, well, since actually, since we're talking about Tom, um, we are, I think we're first learning about um, Owen. In this one, Owen, Owen, his nephew, who could channel. Oh wait! Oh, that's right. And then, and this is why he like hits Ice Sedat. Well, yeah, not hits, it, yeah, it really is though, because that's right. The that's friggin' right. Red Aja. Instead of, I mean, it was it wasn't enough that they gentled him. Instead of giving him safe harbor in Tarvalin, they just left him there. Be, and all the townspeople hated him. Does he then like he dies, right? He di- he died. I'm I not exactly that. sure how, but yeah. I mean he's left in he's left powerless right. and, and and depressed in, in a, a town, town full of yeah. hostile people. Right. Um, yeah. So that's pretty. That's pretty screwed up. Yeah. Oh, the Reds are Reds of the Reds. We'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Or like certain Reds. Anyways, <laughs> did we talk about Elida's? Point of view in the prologue. Just we're not going to talk um, about it. I we, think we we might have. Right. We, we're not going to go there now if we yeah. did it. But I was curious. Yeah. Um. So we move on to what I, I. I can't find an argument to say this is not the most important part of the book. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. It's like, the. It, yeah. This is the central thing. It might not be the most. The most important moment might not be in this, but... It's Van kissing Elaine in the stone, right? Yes. <laughs> yes, every single time. Or do you mean Fayul and Perrin's wedding? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. No, it is um, Rand and uh, his time with the Aiel. That's right, that happens. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so well, that, that's at least a contender. And, and, and Egwene. She does some things with them, too. <laughs> she does. She does. Um, and Matt is there as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, Rand, as, 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 I guess for a quick recap, Rand is um, following prophecy to go and try and uh, 
get some gets I mean practically I think he's getting a basic level of support um from as the as the IEL because I mean they're they're really good fighters they, they can kill people really well <laughs> they can That's kill people <laughs> really well um and so yeah. he uh goes and uh tries to fulfill prophecy and they kind of, and, and the wise ones for instance they they really Know that that's what's going on, and um, the a lot of the brains basically almost kind of like recruiting them. Kind mm-hmm. of. And some, uh, and they have all these uh, like a ton of different customs and stuff. Um, but and when which uh, is very interesting and confusing. <laughs> uh, but thankfully, for plot convenient reasons, um, they break, they're not really they, yeah. they break certain customs because you know the Karakarn brings change. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> He does, and meaning he can kind of do whatever he wants. <laughs> but and the fir- I mean, the first thing that he uh, needs to do, along with um, is become the Karakar. <laughs> is become the Karakar, which requires that he go go to Roydian. So, real quick, this well, this is a the phrase Karakar means chief of chiefs. Yep. Which to make a Christian parallel sounds a little bit like king, king of, of kings. kings. Sure. Now, but, if they make it clear... A chief yeah. is not a king. <laughs> I think we were thinking the same yes. thing. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's a similar uh, parallel as far as like your messiah, savior, figure, having a lot of different hats and kind of things that he needs to... In different contexts, he needs to be able to act in. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But, and that will help him do so. Oh, uh, yes. Anyway, so you're... So. So. They're going into Roydian, where um, wh- what happens is what many consider to be maybe the best um, couple chapters in the series. So what is Roydian, for starters? Like, the actual city? The city is um, a uh, leftover relic. Mm, yeah. um, potentially even a Terangriel unto itself. Um, but mm. that's not necessarily stated. The, yeah, I mean, there is a yeah. It, it's it it we're tempted to say that because it fulfills a similar um, function in some ways to the um, to the Terran Grail in the White Tower that um, Wait. that uh, Nine Venegwain used for their acceptance. Oh, you you don't. Oh, you 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 mean what Rand goes the art. Which, oh, it's the arches, right? That Van goes. No, the yeah. no, it's the stone pillars in comparison to the, 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 the Harry ring, Potter veil. The rings, the, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> the rings in the White Tower. Yeah, um, because it. Um, I, I mean, they're they're slightly different, but it still yeah. um, it brings them to other worlds to show them things and and test them because yes. it is definitely a rite of passage. Yeah, I mean, what's just, the guy that goes in with <laughs> Rand doesn't. Yeah, um, survive. What, what uh, his name? Um, Mul- uh, I want to say Mulvin. Mulvin, something to that effect. So the the in order so the main function of Muradin. Oh, I yeah. Op- I opened. The I, page. Well, I, that was insane. I almost said Kuladin, but that's different. <laughs> no, no, uh, yeah, he the, doesn't um, go to Ruidin, which is important. Yeah. So the real quick, the purpose of Ruidin or going to Ruidin in Isle culture is that you you have if you are going to be either a clan chief or a wise one, you must pass through Ruidin and pass these tests. Yes, and we quickly learn why because they 
Ruidian um, reveals through a uh, a set of stories that is not fixed because it is contingent upon who enters. It shows them their ancestors, which is really cool because then it's it kind of like there's a real personal connection. What would happen if someone? Did they ever, did they ever say what would happen if like a non? If someone, say, like, what if, say, like, Matt were to walk through the stone pillars? Like, if someone not of ideal, like, descent were to go, like, how would yeah, they... It, it, it would either show them nothing, or, or it would show them things that don't tell that story. Now, I had a, at least at first, I had a bit of a problem with that, because it seemed to me that... If everyone sees his or her own ancestors, right. what are the chances that you get the whole the, picture? The whole picture? Yeah. Hmm. Um, particularly um, now that you could again Taviran and sure and uh, you know, the yeah. lineage and and uh, how that kind of works. But for example, for Rand, um, you get um, his his um, and we'll go more into detail about it, but the his his very the very first answer that he see, ancestor that he sees at the very end is the servant to Mirren who is Lanfear, oh, and it's like right. really that's where his lineage goes to like oh, kind of the to, most important oh, to, person yeah and would they uh, would uh, what would ever everyone else see um, would they would they again would they get that whole picture would they be able to see um, that ending scene um, from from anyone else's eyes like like th- with the eye of Sinai. yeah yeah now now grant now i think that there's a possibility that like that first guy had it is is the is the common ancestor mm. so maybe everyone sees him and then it, the the most variation happens at the beginning where it's the um where it's the most recent yeah um but for the most and and then what i'm thinking is maybe for the most part everyone's the same because even when everyone has different ancestors they're all basically doing the same thing because they're um even though they're different people they they, they travel in a group Mm -hmm. they're all they're uh fulfilling similar functions supporting or resisting like what they're the True Arthur's mission is right now. But now, before we, yeah, from, we want to go back and say the big, exactly de- the big is, deal, yeah. which is that um, the Aiel, this warrior culture, has ancestry in the Tuatha'an who practice the way of the leaf, and they do violence under no circumstances. Yes, and when I, I remember when you you came into that, and you're like, oh, and I'm like, what do you mean, oh, that is huge and impactful and amazing it, i can't i i love it oh no it's awesome i for so this whole section for me was really really cool it was a little difficult the only reason i probably didn't have as big of a like omg reaction was just like was because i was piecing a lot it, it wasn't quite clear with a lot of the shifting perspectives like for example i didn't realize that it was going backwards in time right it, it was going back yeah in time. so like i didn't realize that until like right towards the end 
Mm-hmm. So I, I think I think it's awesome. And again, I, I think if I would reread it, um, that like that it would uh, that a lot of a lot more of it would click. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I think it's brilliant in language and how he does it is really cool. But it, it was a little bit a little bit un, a little bit difficult to follow with because with a lot of the shifting perspectives, and it's very tightly woven. And there are clues in there that say, oh, oh, um. Oh, remember, um, or you, you have, you have the, the, your, your main perspective is this one guy. And then in the next vision, he's, he's a little boy. Yes. So stuff yeah. like that. But all the same, I, I, I had the same, I think I had the same, um, reaction of trying to piece things together the first time, but I just caught that one glimpse of, um, of, uh, of, of just way of the leaf. And I immediately attuned to that and I'm what? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Do you want to? Because, I mean, this basically appends the entire point of their society. <laughs> yes, which is why you Rand's going through these columns, and as he's getting out of this visions, he sees this Muradin who's grown up in this culture ahead of him, and he's he, who is going through the trial to become a clan chief. Yes, but he's and he's seeing yes. something similar. Um, not the same thing, but similar. And he's his his mouth starts to be opened in a silent scream. Then he starts to you know claw his eyes out. Yeah, as as one does. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's just it's just really impactful, particularly because um, not only do we see the transformation backwards which is a really great um device a device thank you yeah right um no it is we see that but we also go back far enough that we see events that are um beyond the aiel yes particularly near the end where we get to see the age of legends Mm -hmm. and all the technology that was in the Age of Legends. Yes. And we see um, Aes Sedai. Yeah, that's, as a, that's what I was going to go with. Yeah, the kind of council at the... Yeah, yeah. and the and um, the after effects of the madness of the male Aes Sedai. And even before that, just the coexistence and their talk of a power that will um, um, eliminate the need for using male and female halves. Uh, yes, I'm... And, I'm and Might they, have missed that, but yeah. <laughs> and, and they and they use that to bore into the into the. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, the linking. Yep. Yeah, they they the, the dark ones prison and yes. that's that's some that's some heavy stuff. <laughs> yeah, I I need to reread that before at some point, like before. <laughs> just just those two chapters, man. Yeah. I, tell, I tell you. Um. No, it is a really neat. I mean, as far as just overall impact to the story, I mean. There's the ice that I split, like, that comes later in this book. Mm-hmm. But, like, other than that, like, so far there really hasn't been anything that's as, like, earth-shattering as far as, like, plot stuff goes. Because a lot of the Grand yeah. Dragon Reborn stuff is, like, you're it's kind of shoved in your face for three books. So by the time, like, as he does stuff, you're kind of like, all right, yeah, that makes sense. Of course he's going to be this powerful. Mm-hmm. I mean, not, like, not demeaning that, but, like, it, it, it's... Maybe maybe it's it's less about any face shoving and more no, about... Face shoving is harsh. So this this, this is what... Uh, uh, 
hero, a hero's journey, as you usually say, yes. um, uh, and, and prophecy fulfilling is what you're expecting to happen. Mm. Um, and, and yeah, it does happen a lot, and he wants to make it grand, and maybe it's because you're expecting it to happen that the grandness can come off as being too forward. Um, that's, yeah, yeah, no, that's true. And, 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 but your, your, your point is good that anything that's not about that, the stuff that's a little more fresh, mm-hmm. like this scene. And, and all the Terrong real stuff, in my opinion. Like, Matt's stuff in here is really cool, too. Yes. Yeah. Um, um forgot Which, yeah. which we can, we can, uh, deviate to briefly. Um, yeah. Because we, we've, we've said as much as we need to. We can go into the specifics of how the Tuathlon split and everything, but, yeah, that's a little in, in the weeds. Um, Matt, though, um, twice in this book, he goes through, he goes through two different Terangriel. Of, of, of kind of, like, similar function. They, like, I think they look exactly the same. Um, yeah. and he goes to a similar place, but meets slightly different creatures. Yes. With slightly, doing things slightly different. The first time, he meets snake-like people, and he gets to ask questions, and Rand and Moraine do the same thing. Right. They yes. they, they do a lot of things together because they also oh, go yeah, to Voidian. Yeah, oh yeah, because Moraine goes to Voidian too. So that's weird. Um, yeah. And then the second time he meets with kind of more angular uh, fox-like yes. people in a more angular type world. So that's kind of cool. Um, I, again, I and again, like I said with about the last one with Matt. I love kind of the imagery that Jordan kind of like how he how he gets you in that atmosphere. Yes, and that that world is real is really, really cool. It's just it really is. well drawn as far as like the atmosphere and the description. It's all just so. Like, it's also it's not it's it's like it's just not, just just shy of evilish. It's it, but it's just very very wrong. Like it's very if you ever played and I haven't played all of it, but if you played Zelda Twilight Princess. Or seen it like that's the kind of vibe that I kind of get a little a tiny. I've played a tiny. I mean, bit like of Twilight Princess. yeah, like less evil than because that's like explicitly evil, but like so like but like that type of kind of like surreal like yeah because it's not evil. It's like they're not evil at all. Well, to my knowledge, but like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and in, instead of for for the the fox people, instead of asking questions, he makes requests that's not explicitly said but that's that's pretty much what happens he yes. says uh i want a, a way to be free of Aes Sedai um so, I did want... you say Aes Sedai or the one power I forget which I think both okay actually I think he says Aes Sedai and the one power okay um and then uh I want these holes in my memories filled I think. Yes. And, and <laughs> Oh, they're filled. <laughs> oh, they are. And um, that's that's a really, you know, I, I'm not entirely sure how, how, how cliche some would think that is, that, like, he gets memories of, like, a time long past. I don't think it's cool. You don't? Um, I don't, I, I mean... Because I, I, I like this is my first again. This is my first foray into fantasy, so I don't know. I I, did, I didn't find that cliche because the way that he does it is, or at least so far, is like he'll more just kind of get flashes of it, or it will uh, like subconsciously influence how he like thinks or like talks mm-hmm. in certain scenarios. So I I I don't really find it cliche. Um, well, that's certainly good. <laughs> yeah. Um. So 
Yeah, no, that's that was... what that's what Matt goes through. He also gets like hung at the end of that. He does, <laughs> he does, and I don't know if that has something to do with the last request or just because um, those people are are you know it, it's it's said um, I think somewhere else that they are um, they're not evil, but they're so. Much Removed, there's yeah. so much unlike humans that they might as well be. Yeah, because they, 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 they yeah, they, there's no like morality isn't really a thing. Mm-hmm. Like because they, they just is not a concept they probably don't have. And this is yet another installment in all of the different shades of oh. things that we might consider in the bad realm. So you have the Dark One. Right. Then you have... Um, well, within the Dark One, you have sub-things. You have the Forsaken. Right, exactly. The, yeah, right. The okay. for- Forsaken, which Why um, not? which are not... I mean, they're not mindless servants of the Dark One, but they are of the Dark One. Yes. They're on. They're the, solidly in his camp. Yes. Same with Black Aja. And Black Aja, yeah, are, are, are all, all dark, dark friends. Yes. And, and Shadow Spawn yes. as well. They're, they're in that camp. But yeah. then you have... Uh, more death, Pat and Fane, yes. or Deeth, which is another type of evil. Right, the Shanshan. You have Shanshan. You have the White Cloaks. Yes, yeah. Um, which are a shade of that. Um, and then you have um, these uh, uh, snake and fox people. Yes. Um, which are uh, they the, call them the Elfin and the, the, the Elfin, 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 Elfin and the Elfin. Elfin and the Elfin. Elfin and the Elfin. Elfin and Elfin. Okay. Yeah. And um, they're 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 very they're very kind of weird and um, somewhat hostile, but just definitely very very different. Yeah. And that's pretty darn nice to take the um, opportunity to have such a big world and use it to. Um, in in some ways, it all it needs to come back to. Um, just being about the dark one by the end and have it feel like a, a one yeah, story. A, yeah, a complete, yeah. But the, it's not, they're not, it's like I said, it's different shades. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, I mean, they're, and I, I think, well, at some point, like a lot of it, and, and this is maybe kind of like you said, part of that, the expansion of the series or shades of the story of like, if certain things are expanded too much, the story could grow too big for its like own good. Oh, that could never happen. <laughs> Authors never do that. It could never <laughs> ever happen. Never lose as control I'm, of the story. As I'm almost heading into the dungeon, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, I think it is it, again. I do agree that it is really cool to kind of again. It, it makes the world feel bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then uh, I'll use this opportunity, since we won't really get back to Matt, I'll use this opportunity to um, say that uh, I know that you said that you weren't Matt's biggest fan. Um, yeah. Even as you've gone gotten a little further and you're just like, not not so much about Matt. Yeah. And I brought up that he is um, no. more, more of an American type hero, which might not be what everyone's into, just kind of the swaggering... You know, confident, oh, funny guy yes. who's very individualistic, very much about his his saving his own skin. Yes. Um, yeah. I think he's God. Sorry. That's fine. I, I 
wanted to bring another dimension to that, which is um, that because you said that like oh he's uh, about escapism. Oh yes. Um, uh-huh. another, uh, to take that a step further, he's never about self-examination, and that yep. is that is also even true to a different degree with Nynaeve. Yes, it's almost the polar opposite of Perrin, where all he does exactly. is question everything about himself, <laughs> and 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 to same, a lesser and, extent, Rand. To a lesser yeah. extent, Rand. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Egwene's kind of a, a different, yeah, a different in a, a different, different category. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of a different, different beast. <laughs> but I know, I know. You yeah, know. she gets her um, own. Yeah, and well, I mean, you know what, uh, you know what, Rand and Perrin are like. Kaladin. They're like Sanderson characters. Yeah, I, I, that's why I said Kaladin. Yeah, like that's. I mean, Kaladin is your, well, my favorite fictional character, but he's broody. But then when he makes a decision, he makes a decision. He's a badass. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> which, uh, yeah, which is the closest to that is probably Rand. Would wouldn't you say? I would say character wise, maybe a little more Perrin. Because Kaladin would he is not bad- be able to do the dragon thing. He would hate it. Yeah, at, at this point, Perrin is starting to make more decisions, I guess. But yeah, we'll, right. we'll obviously get to that. Yes. Yeah. So I, I, there's parts of Rand, because Cal, without going into a whole Stormlight thing, Kaladin has more of the... Of a lot of the Sanderson characters, Kaladin has a more... Has more traditional hero's journey elements than some other Sanderson characters. But as far as, like, his views on... As far as his views on, like, the world and stuff... Uh, he would definitely fit more into Perrin because he would he would take a one look at all the nobles that were trying to suck up to him and be like, screw off. <laughs> like <laughs> that that would be no good. Yeah. Is I there anything it's... you would like to say about Aiel culture? Uh real quick, I want to go back to Matt for a second. Okay. Uh, but before we leave that. Um the like I, I don't dislike Matt. I want to make that clear. Mm-hmm. I just I I find him the I I don't I don't um I don't find him as interesting as Perrin and as Perrin and he doesn't do as many cool things as Brand mm-hmm. uh, and he does cool things but I don't know, I guess I he's he he is interesting I just don't click with him and kind of how he thinks about things as much as I do with Perrin and like Rand to an extent mm-hmm. but okay yeah. Uh, Aeol culture. Uh, like, I mean, it's lots of differences. I mean... <laughs> there are, I mean, it's a test... Uh, well, let's start by saying it's a testament to... Jordan's this, world building. Jordan's yeah. will, <laughs> world building and this culture in general that it is really difficult... It's diff- still difficult to summarize even from the most for the most diehard readers. Mm. Um, and... You can kind of, for example, Aiel humor. You can kind of touch on what buttons you can press to make an Aiel laugh, but it's still There's not a fine so, not, line between making them laugh and pissing them off. That's true. <laughs> then that's kind of part of it. But um, but but they also like that. They do. So, so like they kind of like and, and they live on the edge. Right. Culturally. Exactly. So like there's kind of like. 
while you might be kind of like, you, someone might say something that pisses you off, you draw your, like, well, I almost said draw your sword, but <laughs> nope. not with them. You, not you, with them. You draw your knife and you're kind of like, or like your spear and you're about to go attack them and kind of like your friend told you back or you don't and kind of your opponent, the guy you were going to attack, he more laughs it off. And while he would have defended that he, she, very much she in this culture. There's lots of she's fighting yes. Yes. <laughs> physically and more so than the other cultures. Um, that, um, that like they probably would have been willing to defend themselves, but like they also don't take it personally. Well, they, I don't know. They, they might, but they, it's also kind of like, this is just how it is. It's not like, it's not, uh, am I making sense? Probably not. Like Sorry. basically, <laughs> Basically, if we're arguing and, like, insults are thrown or whatever and we're joking around and you cross a line and I start charging at you and my friends hold me back or something, or even we fight and you beat the crap out of me or whatever, then, like, maybe there wouldn't be anything, like, personal help, like, personally held against, like, you or I afterwards. It's just like, oh, that's just how we are. <laughs> So that, that if we were IEL, that's yes. how it, things yes. would be. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. I think I'd want to make sure that we talk about Gato. Yes. Um, honor and obligation, um, which is kind of uh, kind of permeates, seems to permeate everything else. Hmm. Um. And. The most it, it's it's every walk of life it seems, but the most straightforward um, application of it is probably in battle, where, um, for example, you you get the most honor by um, touching um, an unarmed uh, excuse me touching an armed opponent without killing them. Um, and because, and, mm. and, and if you gain that much honor, it's the person that got touched has the, in turn has the most obligation. Mm. So it's, yeah. it's kind of a, yeah. a, a, not an, um, a, what's whatever the opposite of an inverse relationship is as, as, uh, as honor for one person goes up, but direct relationship, I guess. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a, um. As, as one person's honor, the greater the honor for the one person, the greater the obligation for the other person. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. And um, then that goes, it's, you have that, and then it can go all the way down. So is that a lot? So that's like the stuff with, uh, what are they called? The servants? They're, yes, they're not the, servants, but like. Yeah, and, they, and, they, and, they'll, and they'll, clear, they'll glare at you for calling them servants. Yeah. Um, the, the, the guys, Shane, yeah. are. I mean, the closest thing that we can think of is prisoners, prisoners of, of war. war. Yeah, yeah, um, and they have to um, serve a year and a day. Yes, um, to um, fulfill their obligation. Yeah, and honestly, um, one thing that I would really like to figure out and delve into is just like how exactly did i mean we saw the the background everything that we saw in roydian yeah i want to be like okay how does that 
inform society the, their society today because I feel mm. like you could trace that. Oh, I'm and that's, sure. That's too much to get into. Yeah, right I know. And I'm not qual. I'm certainly not qualified to go into that as far but as. Well, we're, we're. I totally want to go into that, but but you, you God. Yeah. What are you gonna say? I just think that it's um, it's a it's it's uh, too much to get into for the most part, but it's it's um. Again, it's 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 a testament to his world building ability. Yes, that but, you have this this culture is a living, breathing thing. Even though it came from the mind of one guy and is on the pages of a book. Oh yes, yeah, it, it, yes, I would agree. The, the, and the biggest thing that I couldn't quite understand is kind of how like marriage and stuff works. Just because, like, I get lost in all the sister wife, like, that's true. Like, I, I mean, I, I, it's super interesting to kind of like see how all that plays out. But I, I, as I, I find it sometimes difficult to follow who I should, who I'm like supposed to think. Oh, they should be, they should or should not be offended by this, or like, like they're supposed to like support their other, their like. Sister wife, and I, I get kind of confused with that. Sometimes. It's something. It's something like um, the, the like Rand or Egwene or someone says, "Okay, wait. So if in a marriage proposal, the man can't ask, and they say, no, the the man can ask. The the women can ask, like the woman can ask and the man can ask. But if the man asks, then the sister wife has to agree to the marriage of the like. So if you you marry both of them." Wait, okay, okay, so, like, meaning, like, to say, like, females not, like, you're already married to somebody and you're, like, basically adding somebody onto that marriage? Something to that. I mean, it's it's definitely um, yeah, polygamous. I, um, though, but, I mean, it's always... Um, there's all there's always two women involved and, and never, never 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 two men never two never two men and one woman there's there's never because that would um, imply at um, shenanigans between the two men which we can't have in in Jordan's books. Oh, oh no, <laughs> that would be that would be a no no. That, that, that's almost like well, I would say it's like having something happening in Tolkien, but you, you don't get that with one man and one woman in Tolkien, so it's kind of like, with the guy, like, you, you know, I mean, the, again, different stories. I mean, Tolkien deals with that by just not having it. <laughs> but whereas, like, Jordan's kind of like, oh, interesting and cringeworthy at times, and... <laughs> yes. But, anyways, yeah, uh, I, think I do find it really interesting that they don't use swords. Yeah, because like because like of the yeah because oh, swords are only for killing. Yes, that's yeah. it. Spears and knives can be used to other yeah. for for other like tasks, so you can carry them. Um, and it's funny if there were wait. So oh my gosh, I I've, I'm embarrassed for not knowing this. Can can they hunt? They I have to. They, have, they have, to. have to. There's no way they there's, can. There's no way they can. So yeah. they could carry if if guns existed, they could carry a gun. Because a gun, because a gun, is oh gun yeah, you're, you're yeah, used to hunt. Yeah, that's true. But well, the thing with that is that's a similar argument with a sword. I mean, you wouldn't really hunt with a sword. Yeah, you don't hunt with a sword. Yeah. So, so. it's so no. 
Um, like you can't carry a sword. You can't. Uh, mace is definitely a no no. No, ma- yeah, mace is <laughs> maces and flails <laughs> and, and, no, and axes. No, no axes. I be- I bet they could use axes. Oh yeah, they they can use axes. Yeah, I bet they could use axes. <clears throat> Certain kinds of axes. Yeah, so you yeah, so you're not gonna have a like giant like you're not gonna they're not gonna use a halberd. Well. Uh, you probably they probably split hairs on a halberd and say like well there's like with different things like that where it's like well how is can you actually use the spear part of it or mm-hmm. like but definitely no swords but there's there's something else to go into that but we'll we'll wait for that one if I encounter that uh, oh yes absolutely oh okay um so so um, um then uh so what about the um Anything to say about uh, the kind of the rest of the um, Rand Aiel story? Do we want to talk about his climax now since that's part of I it? I think so. All right. All right. Well, all right. Let's get into that. All right. So, well, part one of his climax is is him basically his coming out party <laughs> as oh, the... Yeah. Uh, as the Karakarn to mm-hmm. all of the clan chiefs. And this uh, directly involves Kuladin. Yeah. Which, who is, honestly, I, as, as, as I read it again and think about it again, he, he becomes more and more underwhelming to me. Yeah. Because he's kind of just your run-of-the-mill rabble-rouser. Part of me thinks that he, he should have been able to channel why? Because that would because then he would have been a true anti Rand for the Aiel. It it would have been a little more compelling. But w- what I would have liked even more is if you had some reason why he wasn't like the, the kind of the. Oh. I mean, you. I mean, there there will. You're right. There there will always be those guys. But you, you had the. You had Kuladin, and uh, you had uh, Savannah, who was also of the Shido, and then you kind of have this Slytherin situation, where you have this one clan that's kind of like, It's like, yeah. I mean, you don't, it's not like Harry Potter, where, like, you know, it's the brave, the um, evil, smart, and miscellaneous, but it (laughs) is kind of like, here's all the good ones, and this is the bad one. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's it's even, in that case, it's even less, yeah, it's uh, even less less nuanced. nuanced. Yeah, yeah. than brave, evil, smart, yeah. and miscellaneous. That's so nuanced. Right. Uh, but but no, um, it really is. You have good and evil. You have uh, the, the kind of the paragon of chiefs, who's Rourke. Who, to be fair, yes. Rourke is amazing. Oh, he's awesome. And awesome. He's he's awesome. So is Avienda. Not as much in this book, but we'll talk about her. Oh yeah, yeah. Not, should... not as much in this book. This book, she's kind of just like brusque to and like he knows that the wise ones want her spying on him and like she knows that he knows and it's like this interesting weird dynamic yeah and and we can we can talk about her real soon if you'd like is you know she's she's part of this whole story yeah um but yeah so you have this um this kind of uh all ready to ready to break from everything else, uh, Shido. Well, Aiel. Yes. Well, so so to back up just a second, when Rand comes out as the Karakarn, I'm going to use the word "come out" as the Karakarn. He's basically saying and basically reveals 
what ha- what happens in Ruidian. He's basically subverting their entire society. Yes, and that's because because this was previously something hold, uh, only held as knowledge by the upper echelons, and now this is how he breaks them. He breaks them mentally. Yes, but yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. And and they're and and then it's basically like. One and th- one and three people don't l- live functional lives after Roydian, oh, and you're about yeah. to do that to everybody. Yeah, that's insane. So that's why there, there's the prophecy about only a remnant of a remnant shall survive. Mm. Um, no, and that's only if, if he comes. <laughs> yes, that's Rand's whole thing. It's 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 going to be if he comes, it's going to be really bad. But if he doesn't comes, it's going to be worse. The, oh, the, the dragon. Maybe, that, that's based. The Kara Karn. I'm uh, Rand, the dragon. Oh, everything. Yeah. That, that's oh. that's his whole. Oh thing. yes, yes. That's yeah, the overarching thing. Yes, yeah. He, he's he's going to break the world, like. But if he doesn't break the world, it's going to be broken much worse. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And he he he's going to save. He he might save it if he if he's allowed to. Do his thing. Plot lesson. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh... So, and then, uh, so he goes off and does that and and does that and reveals himself as the Karakarn, um, and then the, uh, but then Kuladin does it first. That's right. He does do it first. And that's, that's, I imagine that that makes a big impression with, um, with everybody, yeah. and then it, it kind of sticks with the Shido, and that matters because th- that sort of split um, lasts a long time. Mm-hmm. And be- pr- principally because um, even though Rand is eventually more compelling and, and um, people see the arguments and most of the clan chiefs go to Rand, yeah. there's still that Kulin was the first, and that matters. Yes. It matters yeah. to human beings. Yeah. In fact, that actually oh, that got brought well, that I, got brought up. Yes, in Stormlight. I was gonna. I was just about to say. I was. I was just about to say. Wait, which epilogue is that? <laughs> that's way it came. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's yeah. That uh, is how that goes. Um, and while all that is happening, we also have um, two forsaken uh, plotting. Yes. Amongst everything, um, where. Lanfear and Asmodian are hiding among some of the kind of caravan travelers. They're, yeah. And the plan is to have Asmodian teach him. Was that always the plan? Yes, it was. I remember we had that this discussion. Then I went back and realized, yes, oh. this was the plan. They didn't. None of neither of them knew that he was going to get. I don't think they knew that he was going to get. Um, beaten. beaten and shielded and everything like that. It was going to be more of a sneaky teaching, I think. Oh well, at the very least, he didn't know that Lanfear <laughs> was going to shield him. <laughs> and then, and then Rand said, "Okay, you want to teach? Yeah, he's he's going to teach me. But here's the thing: he's no longer connected to the Dark One, so there's not going to be any oh, the sh- shiftiness sh- there." Yes. Oh, real. So to kind of back up on this, just a tad. Yeah, basically in their plotting. It was kind of initially. It was actually kind of a little unclear what exactly happened, but Rand basically Lanfear like shows up in the middle of the council, like the IO meeting. Well, she 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 she, uh, she spirits him away. Oh yeah, okay. some, to some capacity. Yeah, and then when does he like? Because he's chasing like Asmodian in the skimming. Like yes, thing. because. Um, 
I don't know if she realized what he was doing, but it eventually became clear that he was going after the Axis Terangril. But in, as, as Modian was. As Modian yes. was, yes. Okay. Yes. The, the, Wait. The, 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 the male, t- the, the, the Terangril, Axis Terangril to the male Saangril. Wait, the Axis, that's the giant statue that's, yeah. okay, or like what connects him to the giant statue? Yeah, okay. the Terangril is the, is the mini statue, <laughs> the Saangril is the giant statue. Yeah, okay, 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 yeah. And th- that male one is outside of Kyrian, I'm not sure if it's been revealed what the female one was is. Oh, uh, not that I know of. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah I, there's no. Yeah, we wouldn't know. Um, so that's that's kind of the f- forsaken battle. Yeah, of it, this it, it was book. Cool. basically Randon and Modian are chasing each other and flinging magic crap at each other around mm-hmm. Viridian, which and is kind as, of crazy. Meaning they're kind of breaking the city. Like physically, <laughs> yeah, and then and then they and then they um they, then they break the magic around Roydian. Yes, that's oh, that's right. Yeah, and that's what. So they they they, they break Roydian just like they broke the just like Rand broke the Aiel. Yes, they're really messing things up. Yeah, um, but now Asmodian is 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 gonna um is is kind of the um the obligatory mentor to the hero. Except this is coming at a later time. I liked this a lot. It's coming at a later time, mm-hmm. and it's um, coercive. It's coercive. It's also more direct, because Moraine, I mean, she, well, she can teach him in a lot of ways, but, like, she can't teach him how to use the one power. No. Because, yeah, because she just, she can't. No. So, the, yeah, I... And the coercive thing is the interesting part. Mm-hmm. Well, not only, but like the most interesting part is kind of that give and take. And Asmodian, at least for now, so, you know, he's kind of accepted. Like, think of then he's basically like, you know, all the other for well, cho- they would say chosen. All the other chosen, like if they find out about this, like or like basically, I'm I'm already like dead to them, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and La- and Lanfrey knows that, which again, her. Kind of manipulating everyone. <laughs> yeah, her her um her part in all of this is is so important because it's her obsession with Luz Theron mm-hmm. and not defeating Luz Theron so much as setting him up to be exactly what she wants him to be. Yes, that saves Rand's hide so many times. Oh yeah, she kicks his butt at the beginning of this. Yeah, book. and she could do she. In fact, that's the only time. The only times that Rand loses to Forsaken so far is against Lanfear. Yes, which means that she, because because um, she, she's the second most powerful um, after know that after after Ishmael. I mean, it's 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 made clear that she's. I think I think it's pretty clear I, she's the I most mean, powerful she, female because they were saying, I'm for example, surprised. how Lanfear is is a more powerful. Channeler than Mogedian, for instance, mm. but Mogedian is stronger in Telaran Triode, for instance. Oh yeah, sure, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, she she is second only to Ishmael, and he Ren. he was cra- he was crazy. <laughs> wait, uh, wait, Ish- wait, Ish- Ishmael, you're saying it was crazy? Yes, yes, yeah. Well, that all right. So do we, I think we have time to brief Forsaken? Like, so Forsaken fights that Rand has had so far, Agenor. Right, in the yes. eye of the world, which, I mean, and that was kind of a, it was and wasn't Rand. 
type of thing. You had, yeah, I, I still consider it so. It, you, yes, you, it had, is. you had Agnor, you had Ishmael 1, 2, and 3. Yes, uh, 1, 2, and 3. Uh, yeah, I guess if you count, you can count that as either one. And then, oh, plus. yeah, yeah, yeah. Agnor and Ishmael 1 are kind of combined. Yeah, that's kind of the same. And uh, Bilal. Yeah, Bilal, Asmodian. Asmodian, and Lanfear. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that's he it. has, yeah. So. Well, no, no, like, unless you count Ishmael 2 and 3. I, I did. Yeah, or, or, as separate, yeah. Okay. No, 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 I know, I was just, I was debating whether to count Ishmael, because he's, it's the same Forsaken, you just fights him, like, three uh-huh. times. Yeah, and, and you don't have to, because if you're talking about, oh, uh, how did he fare, I mean, he fared the same way all every three t- yes, times. Yes, all three times was the same result. It, it was the same result, it was, you, I mean, granted, the second, the second time, time. he was stabbed. He yeah. was stabbed, and that, and. Has repercussions. That has yeah. repercussions, Yeah. Um, but he still defeats Ishmael in that ba- in that duel. Bilal was a cool battle, and um, Bilal was cool because it was the only one that wasn't really magicy. It was, yeah, it was most, yeah, it was mostly, mostly that. yeah. I think they do some magic, but. yeah. Um, and then uh, Asmodian is very magical, yeah, very magicy. Lanfear is the only time they don't actually fight fight at the end of this, do they? It's just no. in the stone. Where no, she, it's just where she in the kicks stone. His butt like real fast. <laughs> They meet twice in the stone. I'm not sure if they fight the I don't, first time. I don't think so. Because I think that the first time is like she's basically visiting him in his like quarters. And where, right that's as the, the first time. Starts. Yeah, and that's t- when she um, reveals herself as Lanfear. Because he knew her as Selene. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he wouldn't have actually have like met. Yeah, he wouldn't have had, like had the name and face connection yet. Yeah. Um, or at least they wouldn't have met officially since he that happened. But mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Anything I, else about that particular part of the story? I think we're good. I think we've pretty much covered that pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, so next time, uh, third episode of Shadow Rising, we'll look at the remaining two major plot lines. Any mm-hmm. other random things? The Two Rivers plot line with Perrin and company. And, and then the schism of the White Tower. Yes, or or at least or at least the the part we get in, the part we get here, which is the well, I mean, it's the most important as far as just like jarring you. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah, it's the act of the schism. Yes, <laughs> yeah. So okay, well, this has been the acolytes of Merlin. We are your hosts, Johnny and John, and thank you for listening. Thank you.